0: This is Just Another Thought Process. Just another what? Just Another Thought. Welcome back to Just Another Thought Process with Sebastian and Siobhan. Hello. Siobhan is our first female guest person, someone who is on the (laughs) podcast who is female. Hello. So welcome and just want to give a little bit of an introduction on who you are.
1: Hello everyone. Um, First time podcaster here. Um, I, am Siobhan, and I work in an ad agency in South Melbourne, and I have been doing that for about a year and a bit, and before that I studied advertising, and yeah, basically just selling my soul.
0: Just love advertising. Yeah, selling Mm. my
1: soul, selling people shit they don't need. That's me. Yeah,
0: to impress people they don't like, as they say. As they say, So, the reason that Siobhan is on here is because the episode title is... Maybe going to be in advertising and its impact on the human race. I just like that as a title, but whether or not I'll keep it or not.
1: I think it should be Sex Cells.
0: Sex Cells.
1: Advertising colon sex cells.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'll take that into my yes. thought process. Because
1: also mm. the name in itself colon is. Colon or like, semicolon? No. Col- like advertising colon sex cells.
0: And I always forget which one is.
1: No, I said advertising oh, colon. Whoops, I was sex gonna write self. Almost.
0: <laughs> Advertising
1: and then colon, as if it's like a textbook, you know what I mean?
0: I spelled advertising wrong, but we can fix that up later. Yeah. So Beautiful.
1: yes. I like alliteration as well. So we went through who you are. Yes. I guess
0: you've told me, but you mm-hmm. haven't told anyone else who listens to this. Why did you get into advertising and marketing?
1: Um, good question. <laughs> um i got into advertising because i like to be creative number one and i like the fact that you can change people's behaviors um and you can raise awareness and i think that a lot of the time and in the industry that i'm in at the moment slash the agency that i'm in is very much using that power to sell people shit they don't need but I think when it's used for good, it can actually be really powerful. Um, So if you think about any charity really that um, advertises, everyone does need to advertise. Um, Even like a band who's playing, like you want to get people to see it, you advertise for it. So I think there is sections where you can be creative and you can actually change the world, I suppose, or do good. Um, Having said that, I am not doing that at the moment, Um, but it's in my five-year plan, so... Stay tuned.
0: <laughs> well, at least you have a plan. That's more than me. I just kind of do stuff and hope for the best. So you spoke on sort of influence pe- influencing people through, or not just people, aliens. No. I <laughs> don't know what ads they how, how does that... Pr- Maybe ad-
1: we're just one big ad for them.
0: <laughs> Could be. Well, it'd be interesting if we were a television show. Kind of like The Truman Show. Which is a great movie, by the way. Yeah, you like your Jim Carrey. I do. He was my idol growing up.
1: Mm, you wouldn't say. But
0: anyway, how does advertising influence
1: us as, humans, a, as a people?
0: Humans, animals. Dogs, yeah. I was going to say. Um, they, they're, part they of, know. they're part of it.
1: Um, well, I think it's interesting because generally in advertising, you don't sell somebody a product. You sell them a lifestyle or a situation. So, for example... I wouldn't just sell you this microphone. I wouldn't just be like, it's a microphone. It could record our voices and you can upload it later. It'd be like, you need this microphone because it makes your voice sound sexy. It's this podcast that you, you know, you've been dreaming of. This it's is gonna how you're going to do it. This is your first step into becoming a radio host. So it's your first step into changing your life. Yeah, I took that a bit far. But the point is that's that's advertising for you. Like cars, they're never just selling the cars. They're never being like, well, it has a steering wheel and airbags and da-da-da. It's usually fucking through a jungle. Am I allowed to swear on the podcast?
0: Um, I'm trying not to, but you are absolutely I will
1: try out- my best. allowed
0: to swear. For I the have kids no <laughs> um, qualms about you swearing. I just have qualms about me swearing.
1: Wonderful. Mm. I'll try not to. Um, yes, that's why generally you see cars like through the jungle or whatever. It's not because those cars are going to drive in the jungle, but it's giving that adventure lifestyle kind of, um, image that people buy into. And that's the whole thing, but why people buy brands as well, it's because there's this lifestyle that they're kind of portraying, um, and people like that, people want that in their life. So they buy it. And it's so interesting as well, because we, before we kind of became a capitalist system or kind of how it helped the capitalist system grow is to literally sell people stuff they don't need it's appealing to people's wants not their needs if that makes sense so it's kind of like you don't need not everyone needs a car Mm. but you're sold to have one or whatever you don't need a million pairs of shoes but you're sold to want them because you've got to have the next thing you've got to have more um, and that's also like fast fashion and consumerism is like really interesting and very closely linked as well to advertising because it's this whole next, what's the best thing? What does my clothing say about me? All of a sudden the material possessions are reflect who you are, which is absolute BS. See, no swearing there. Um, yeah, so it's just a very interesting concept. But even though it's been used for that, when it comes down to it all, it is all the, about advertising it's all about raising awareness it's all about saying hey there's this thing check it out and when it's used for good i think that's pretty sick but
0: for the the most part for the most
1: part when you're selling insurance um and other bad things um yeah it's just it can be pretty soulless working working there
0: insurance can be good
1: yes yeah yeah yeah
0: it's not it's not like it's a bad thing no it's uh,
1: Insurance companies, though, um, I'm not going to finish the sentence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, let's move on. But you po- talk about making it a need, but in the current situation that humans actually, in, are all these needs actually needs? So they're just needs created by these brands in order to sell. They're not actually needs. No one needs a new pair of shoes. No. Right? They want exactly. But you're making it a need. <laughs> How are you triggering sort of things to make that? what of my of.
1: methods were the devices yeah um i think it's interesting and i think we'll watch a couple of ads so Fine, we'll, we'll go into through that, that. No, okay we,
0: fair okay. enough fair enough but that's what we're going to do something new here we're going to we watch some ads. but we'll interact i'm trying to shoot ahead
1: yes but i do think that there are certain techniques like using certain talents using certain voiceovers um certain imagery Um, to evoke a certain feeling I suppose Um, so it's yes it's language but it's also visuals and it's the whole it's the whole system but it's not even just this TV ad or this radio ad interestingly enough it's the whole interaction you have with that brand Mm. that actually impacts everything so also when you see celebrities wearing stuff that also you get it in your mind like okay this is this is who I want to be this is who I need to be this is who I am all of a sudden because I wear this brand or whatever like that i'm like michael jordan or whatever it was a weird
0: but do you think they're selling in a way you're selling these people Mm -hmm. but is that a bad thing because then you're trying to portraying other people to neglect who they are and try and be someone else
1: does that sound like a bad thing to you it does sound like yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's a bit of a leading question nah um look i think it's interesting because of course that is what that's the point of a capitalist society that's the point of I guess the dark side of advertising it's to again convince people that they can aspire to be more and like it's funny you grow hmm. up thinking like with I want to be like Jim Carrey yes but you also grow up thinking like I'm going to strive for more I'm going to do more and this like work ethic um I just did air quotes by the way I realize I'm on a podcast <laughs> Um be there this work ethic kind of translates into also just uh, the way that we consume things as well. So it's like, I need to be bigger, better, faster. I need to change yeah, who I am so that people will like me, so that I'll fit in because all the media around me is telling me that this is what's accepted, this is the norm. And if I become like this, I will be liked. And that goes back to what human science of wanting to be liked, wanting to find your community and belong. So by adopting this lifestyle, buying that car, buying that watch, you kind of fit into this community yes it's superficial of course it is it's materialistic and there'll be a new next best thing in a blink of an eye but yeah that's that's they feel like you feel like you're part of something i think mm. that's what advertising does it's like you do this therefore you become this and that fulfills, fulfills that need inside of us to want to belong
0: and building brand awareness so making mm. people trust the brand I, I suppose is quite a difficult thing especially when you're starting out mm-hmm. But brands like Coca-Cola, McDonald's, even BMW have all done this stuff to Mm -hmm. make themselves become more, to like shoot themselves in our lives that we can't even imagine what it would be like to be living without Coca-Cola. Yeah. How does someone who's starting out start sort of gaining that traction on who they are, on on what they want their brand to be?
1: It's a difficult question. Um, I think it depends i think it's important to outline your values it's always a good place to start um and then i guess it depends what kind of brand you want to be if you want to attach yourself to a value um and for example like sustainability or whatever and then your communications kind of going forward is all about that i suppose and then you get like customers who also like believe in sustainability or whatever um but it's hard to be like how do you become the next coca-cola i think that's like. Quite you won't tough. be able
0: to tell without not having a like hundred years.
1: Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess.
0: But they had to have started somewhere. And I started off that's as true. a medicine, med, from memory, med, mm-hmm. medicine, medicine, something like that. Or originally medicine. Then the guy changed it and made it a drink and then started selling as a drink. Had more. Seriously? success that way. I'm pretty sure that's mm. what happened. So he was probably a door-to-door salesman. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know the history of Coca-Cola. I'm just making this up. So mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, please let me know.
1: Miss next minute, Mr. Coca-Cola he's rings. Like, what the hell is what the
0: this? What are you saying? You're lying. <laughs> he listens to every podcast. podcast. He's like, this Everything guy. about him is he's like. He's got, well, we uh, name dropped. Anyway, I'm going off <laughs> topic. What the hell was I talking about? So he, him going door to door and building that sort of uh, awareness of his brand person by person mm-hmm. would be extremely slow. And yes. with the power of technology we have today, you mm-hmm. were able to get to a lot more people a lot quicker a lot faster and a lot more efficiently yes so what what kind of power does social media have in Marketing today.
1: Ah, I see the segue now. Um Yeah, I think social media has changed the game a bit, which is interesting. Um and Huge. even in like the way that we create content, it now has to be six seconds. That's like best practice. Six seconds? Yes, because believe it or not, our attention span is like I think three seconds or something ridiculous. So my
0: videos are way too long. Is that what you're telling just me? Might <laughs> have like a minute. I thought ah. that was okay, six seconds. It's
1: podcasts are different though, especially if people are engaged. There's I think they broke it down once at a talk. It was like lean back content. So stuff that you'd actually...
0: Don't lean back. Lean
1: back content? (laughs) Come back. Um, Come back, please. Um, And then out of camera as well. Um, And then sit forward content, which is really interesting. So I think... I'm so going to mess this up. But I feel like lean forward was the stuff that you're kind of quickly consuming. So like the six seconds, the less, yep. like you're just scrolling through your phone, that kind of vibe. But then when you like lean back, that's when you're like settling in. So you'll pay attention more. So I guess the first six seconds has got you hooked and then it's more the long form. So like a podcast, if, they, if you like the right. first, yeah. however long. And also if you have the time as well, it's very much dependent on where you're at as the consumer. So if you're on the train, perfect time to deliver a longer video than if you're just having a scroll just at work or whatever like that when i don't know you can't really control on the toilet that's that's prime time that's like yeah i actually downloaded tiktok recently um and i downloaded
0: it but i didn't download it to use it i downloaded it to study it because i was told that it's the next thing to use if you want to have i love it really i love it so much at first
1: i was like these are all children on this app but it is just Maybe yeah. Maybe it's proof that I'm—I have a three-second um, attention span. But it's just amazing. It's literally great content. It's people dancing. It's people just being original and replicating each other, but in a way that it's only six seconds. And if you don't like it, can, it's gone. But it's, you can just scroll. It, it, um, is but it quite
0: similar to was it vines? In very that sense? similar to Vine. Vines I, I used to love vines.
1: Yeah, so Why wouldn't you like TikTok?
0: Uh, not that I don't. I just don't want to get stuck on it because it's another piece of technology that you looking at which then again takes up more time and which then again takes you away from other things that you want to do well that i want to do
1: very true well like for example once i had come back from work and i was waiting for you to arrive i was just scrolling through tiktok and wasn't amazing yes was i a bit upset when you called to say you're outside a little bit <laughs> yes well a little that's bit. A bit and that's depressing. the problem right because <laughs> that's when social media gets involved and it's kind of like oh would you really want to go out with your friends or do you want to stay and keep scrolling you know what i mean
0: Watching other people's watching lives. Watching other people's
1: lives, which then Segway is, actually it's not really a segue, <laughs> <I called it laughs> Segway. Segway chocolate. Oh, great. Cadbury, um is a nice chocolate brand. Um, yes. What was I saying about?
0: Social media yes, taking away from right. life and like, because you're stuck not, on it.
1: Yes. But also people's lives on social media. I feel like it's very well talked about the fact that it's not an accurate representation of people's lives at all. No. Um and I think it does, there's studies have shown that it contributes to people's anxiety and depression 100% because you feel like you're missing out on things and, well, these people look so happy. Why am I happy? And in general, I think happiness and advertising have always been um, in a bit of a relationship, I suppose, um, in terms of advertising saying, you'll be happy if you buy this, do this, et cetera. Um, so I think, yes, social media in, in a way it's actually your own brand of advertising, if that makes sense. Like this is the life that I'm advertising. This is what I have. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I go out every weekend. I do this and that. Look how fun my life is.
0: I drive Ferraris.
1: I drive Ferraris. I live in this
0: ginormous house with
1: right across from Chapel Street.
0: 500 women. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I eat burgers all the time. Yep.
1: naked people eating burgers. That's just, that's just me
0: you know you don't have that life <laughs> no 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 not that i lost oh, no. a shame. yeah dan bilzerian has it though who you don't know dan bilzerian mm. he was a poke i don't know if he is a poker player still but he's a poker player who has this social media life mm-hmm. and he pretty much lives how most men dream they would live
1: how do most men dream they'd live
0: <laughs> definitely i think all guys have had this dream at some mm-hmm. point is they want to be in a huge house with lots of shit and lots of women that I don't know what you would want to say this you could have your weight that, that's kind of really bad
1: no speak but candidly. that's please. pretty
0: much what it would be like yeah. and I think most guys have that whether or not that's because of how advertising has portrayed women mm-hmm. to be like or, or whatever they've been brought up in a society where that's what they expect will make them happy mm-hmm. um, But do you think advertising is pushing our expectations of life to in the wrong direction
1: um interesting i think right and wrong i think is very polarizing in general um i think it can be used really shittily <laughs> is that a word shittily It is now um it is now exactly it's on coined, the internet. <laughs> i've coined it um yeah like this whole idea of women selling burgers like which is a pretty classic trope um yeah, and again, that whole idea of sex cells, that that naught, not naughtiness, but it's like that, it's, it's actually super interesting, just the idea that a burger would be the best way to promote this burger, with like a naked woman. Mm. And I think it works, because why do so would. many people do it?
0: Yeah, well, it does, but the weird thing I find strange is that men appreciate it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but women appreciate it as well in a way how so if you saw a a naked man doing a burger thing would that change the way you you buy things no 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 wouldn't right would a naked woman change the way you buy things no at all wouldn't affect you at all no really
1: definitely not definitely not at all i think it's interesting though because especially with social media and people's like models Instagram accounts. Yep. I think they're very popular to follow. I don't personally follow them because I think that's a just a black hole of anxiety just waiting there. Um but yeah I do think like a Kendall Jenner can we name drop? I don't know what the
0: You can name whoever you want. If they watch this and they <laughs> on you. Don't worry, you're you... <laughs> No one well... knows who you are. You're gonna have a face that you're gonna pick and oh. then it'll be random
1: Oh are we actually do that <laughs> I don't mind. Maybe we'll get some kid.
0: sunglasses.
1: Maybe I should actually yeah. put a pop, pop them on. Yeah, because then you can't see my retinas and <laughs> that's my identity, really. Um, yeah, I just think it's interesting because on Instagram, those models who do wear scantily clad bikinis or whatever, and they promote products, you're damn right women buy them. But yes. again, I don't know if that if they think, oh, Kendall Jenner's net half naked mm. therefore I'm going to get a man who's going to provide for me
0: but whether or not it's conscious or subconscious because they've, they've still yeah. been sold a way of living we all have mm-hmm. on, on how to be and how women should act or, or mm-hmm. be like to attract a more successful partner yeah you can disagree yeah no I think it. it's interesting no no attack
1: yeah. it I attack want it. you to
0: attack what yeah. I just said no
1: I think it's interesting because I think yes you're very much right the gender roles have been Embedded into everything we've learned ever, um, and yeah, if you're going to argue that biologically we want people who will be able to take care of us, um, or like what do you call it? like breadwinners or whatever like that, like the, the, your your forties um, awful stereotypes yeah. where you know the woman's at home nurturing, oh. um, and the man comes home, honey, I'm home, whatever. With his, the woman doesn't work a day in her life, but she's taken care mm. of. She's so happy. She's got laundry detergent because apparently that's what the fifties were all about. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, just women being sold laundry detergents. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting because I think I think when people, when young girls like the photos or whatever, or buy the products that these beautiful people are promoting, I think yes, part of it is to find somebody, but I'm not sure if it's necessarily somebody who is rich. Like I wonder where the money kind of comes into it. And maybe it is completely subliminal that the people thinking, oh, that person's, you know, I wouldn't have to work. And, like, you're in the forefront of your mind. You're like, well, I don't agree with that and whatnot. But subliminally, who knows what's going on? Maybe you are. Like, why are we attracted to some people and not others? Like, I wonder if that, I mean, yeah, I kind of wonder what's at play there. Um, But, yeah, I feel like I've kind of traveled off question.
0: It's okay. I like going down rabbit holes. Because I wanted to jump on this now. Because I I, I do a lot of listening to stuff as well. On top of my own stuff. Anyway. You listen to podcasts? Yeah, oh my gosh. Listen to heaps of people. Um, But what I want to talk about is that... I know this is completely outside of advertising, but women tend to... Not tend to, but there there are studies that show women will never... Not never, but will very rarely marry down. They will only marry up. Whether it's intelligence or success or potential success... um,
1: what do you mean by married down
0: not married like someone who is perceived as not as successful or not as intelligent or not has mm. doesn't have potential value Who can provide worthy for them? worthy suitors exactly is that what you're yeah, yeah yeah whereas men will go either way it doesn't there's not there's not mm. that sort of um baseline for them which is i found quite interesting yeah um, but what are your thoughts on that? I know we're we're not we're diverging off of advertising, so let's just do it two minutes.
1: Yeah. Um, it's interesting because I'm not actually sure what the origin of that is, but it's interesting that men, like, you know, that trope of men not wanting to date intimidating women or yep, whatever, on yep, them being yep, intimidated yep. by smartness, intelligence or whatever. And I do think that goes back to the gender roles of women being expected to be in the kitchen. I know that's um, not necessarily what today's gender roles look like, but those roles do exist. Women in, not in the centre, on the side. They're not an accessory, but they're almost painted like that in advertisements. They're just the kind of, the extra. Um, She doesn't have value. She doesn't have this work. The story's about him. He's, Mm -hmm. He's the hero. He's the protagonist. Men can be funny. Women can't. As in, I don't believe it. That's just what's portrayed. And I think that adds to what men look for in women is they don't want somebody necessarily who's intelligent, who's this or that. They just kind of want somebody who's going to look pretty and is going to accept what they say, Accept what they say. Exactly. Stroke their ego a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And whether that is a fulfilling relationship and leads to whatever, like that's a thing in itself really. Um, Cause surely you need intellectual stimulus, but like, I'd say that from both ways yeah, Whereas, opposed to women wanting that in a partner. I haven't actually heard that, so it's really no. interesting. Yeah, like... Yeah.
0: Well, if you think about it now, would you marry... Like, be with someone who's... Mm. Personally, if you would find someone who's not earning as much money as you, who you know will never earn as much money as you, but mm. they're a lovely person. So can you 100% say that, that you will stay with them
1: I can 100% say I would really? yeah but but that, that's because to... for me personally money isn't that factor but it doesn't mean that I don't have those standards or whatever um, and I find that at play in terms of people who aren't and this like I something I'm trying to learn obviously but it's what I've I guess grown up with is people who aren't intelligent or are ignorant and won't try and learn or doesn't have any is close minded that type of thing I won't compromise for, and it doesn't matter how nice a person they are. It's just not going to work.
0: Okay.
1: Um, yeah, and I think that's interesting because, yeah, it's less about being need to take care of financially but more, yeah, am I going to be able to have a conversation with you? Am I, am I, am I going to be able to feel safe and have these meaningful conversations?
0: But not what sure. if you want to have children, and mm-hmm. that will impact your ability to work, and if mm-hmm. you're the breadwinner? And you have to step away mm. from work as, as a woman to, mm. to be pregnant and, and have the baby and mm. m- more than likely mm-hmm. take care of the child for the first 12 months, potentially.
1: Yeah, I feel like men are stepping up a lot more in that. Changing,
0: definitely, yeah, changing. definitely changing. And I would love that to change because that's my ideal got, um, lot in life. But yeah. um, it is changing, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but there is still that side of it where, yeah, where people still don't want to... Yeah, there's definitely that stereotype,
1: for sure. Yeah. And like, that people still need to unlearn. I think that's the biggest thing. And I think it's the same, I mean, it's hard, obviously, because a woman has to physically have a woman being, I mean, like, someone who's cisgender. But I guess in general, if somebody, anybody is carrying a baby, they have to take the time out. Yeah. Which is tough, because, like, a man yep. who's a breadwinner or whatever, if the, if the roles were reversed, it's just a bit tough, because he should also take that paternal paternity leave. And then, yes, that's two people without an income. I feel like that's almost a bigger problem or whatever. Sorry, I feel like I've kind of gone off, oh, gone good. off
0: topic. All good. But I do, I, I do agree <laughs> that
1: that is a harmful thing that still exists yep. that I think most people need to unlearn.
0: Okay. And just to bring it back to advertising, yes. as a woman, how yes. do you find... Do you find it... Ch- is there any major challenges you found in the workplace?
1: Well, that's what's super interesting is I went to this women in ad talk um, a couple of weeks ago and it was interesting because it was about women in advertising and their role, so very much them having the supporting role, um, again, them being stay-at-home mums, them being, yeah, just not funny, not the hero of the story, usually just, like I said, an accessory or adding to the male protagonist. Um... But as women in the industry, I think we're one of the lowest industries that actually have women over 30 or over like 35 actually working in it. Because what happens is advertising, for those who don't know, is very cutthroat, um, long hours. Um, I can't even begin to explain the hours that I put, put in this year. Um, I'm surprised I even couldn't make it out for this podcast. Um, and when you look at it, we also don't have a union. I don't know if that... I don't have adds anything no yeah no, i don't know if that's and
0: only, only people who work outside have unions
1: yes we actually get to enjoy <laughs> the sun like we I, didn't today i don't know enjoy
0: i mean we i mean uh let's just not talk about that yeah. let's focus on what you're saying
1: <laughs> yeah i think it's just because of the nature of it that it is so cutthroat when women do have children um and they step out for the year or whatever or however long the problem is they're eager to get back in, but they just can't actually handle the cutthroat hours. And the problem is that's an industry problem, not the woman the or the person who's had the baby. But unfortunately, we don't have the systems in place to accept this like, woman, yep. if that makes sense. So she comes back and she can't keep these long hours because she's got a child at home or whatever. She can't drink, which is like so much of the industry and that in itself is a problem. It's just so many things that she just doesn't fit in anymore that she just, it's easier to just not, which is why there's such a big dropout rate. People just, they're like, it's too hard. I'm not going to come back, which is really, truly awful. Um, and one of the ladies at the, um, at the women in advertising talk was actually talking about, um, they are starting to have this process that is more flexible hours and the expectations of women who come back. Um, yeah, I just think it, It's an interesting one because up until a certain point, there's a massive shift. So like, yeah, until, yeah, it sounds weird to say baby age, but.
0: So you think it's reasonably equal until that spot? Literally, yeah. But do you think that uh, giving up that maternal part of themselves would be giving up having a baby be a necessary evil to be able to progress further in your career? would that be a not, not necessary evil, but that, would that be the um, sacrifice they would have to make to be able to progress like they were able to previously or should it be a um, more encouraging where you can do both because men mm-hmm. are uh, still doing this but they're giving up they're still doing that time mm-hmm. they're still they're, they're giving up a lot of time with their family mm-hmm. to, to, to mm-hmm. pursue their careers mm-hmm. do you think that women should give up that ability if they want that same success as men if um, it was an equal playing field. Yeah,
1: I think it's interesting because I think you just need to redefine success a little bit. Yep. Um, I think it's a tough one because it sounds very like the woman should be the nurturing one, the woman should be home to take care all the time, when it should be a discussion between parents as to what they want to do. If the father stays home, cool. If the, if the mother does, sure. And like, like you said, biologically... Um, If the woman does need to be home For a certain amount of time Sure And like there are still women Who have had babies Who are fucking killing it In the ad industry Sorry I keep swearing Um, And they are so inspiring as well But I wouldn't say They sacrifice time with their kids No And men should be viewed the same Honestly It should definitely be A level playing field It should be like Well you have a son Why are you going home Or whatever it is Um, You have a child I don't know why I gendered the child you have a child. You should. It should be the same expectation. It shouldn't be you're, you're a bad mother, because yeah, it usually is. If a woman who has a child works hard somehow, it's like a it's like an eyebrow mm. raise. Maybe it's not said, but it's bad mother. But if yeah, a male, the father, stays late, what a hard worker. Mm. It's just it's interesting because that still exists, and I think that's something we're trying to, again, unlearn and create systems where women are, in. High, higher places in management or whatever because that's also a big thing in advertising you have very little women in high positions mm-hmm. um, and i think that does part of it is because the senior roles aren't filled by women anymore because they can't handle the stress of advertising specifically so it's too hard to get back into the industry so they move on to something else they open up their own something or they find another passion and it is it's heartbreaking. Um, especially because people should be viewed the same.
0: No, fair enough. Or they could find that actually bringing up their child is a lot more fulfilling, because that would be a big part of it. I can imagine how fulfilling. Well, I can't imagine what it's like growing your own baby, but I can imagine <laughs> how cool it would be to to watch them grow into a person and having that positive impact or negative impact. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> what do you think
1: this is? Well, yeah, they have it, a whole use, world of problems.
0: What positivity?
1: No, 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 no. I think all children are affected by their parents in some way. I don't think there's such a thing as a perfect parent.
0: No, no, but, but, if, yeah. but I think you're a decent parent if you are trying to put in good habits into your child and doing as little damage as you can. Yes. <laughs> Consciously can. I don't know what subconscious stuff is in it. Anyway, let's go back to advertising now. So yes. I want to talk about porn- pornography and advertising. Okay, cool. And you're aware that we want to look at some ads. So do you want to start with the ads or would you like to discuss a bit of... No,
1: I reckon let's watch and then um, unpack.
0: Okay, so this is an ad. Yes. And I'm going to play this ad later. But anyway, we're going to watch it.
1: And you're going to hear it.
0: You're going to hear it. I'm going to try to dissect it. You're going to dissect it. And see how we go. It begins. What's more American than a cheeseburger? This cheeseburger loaded with a hot dog
1: and potato chips in the hands of all American model Samantha Hoops in
0: a hot tub, in a pickup truck driven by an American bull rider on an aircraft carrier under the gaze of Lady Liberty as she admires the most American thick burger with a split hot dog and kettle cooked potato chips on a fresh baked bun, new at Carl's Jr. That was... That
1: was that? How was that? First, <sighs> first thoughts? <laughs>
0: well, again, I, I kept speaking about this before where you kept stopping me because you're like, you need to do this on the podcast. So I probably should pause this.
1: Yes, I was considerate to all the listeners.
0: Yeah, yes. Um, and my thing was that I always wanted to dissect something where a woman's holding a burger and then trying to sell it, which was what they're doing there. And I never understood why... They did this because it never made me buy a burger. So I, I, I don't understand what the rationale is behind this kind of advertising. This is a pretty basic one, but there are other ones that are mm-hmm. more sexualized. Definitely. Um, but why would it be used in that sense?
1: I feel like, should we watch the second one and then okay, come back to the fine. question? Just we'll go to, back you know to the second I mean. one. Because I feel like that was bad. What?! But as in, like, Just eating no, a no, burger no, 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 in a no. pool. I mean, that was bad. This is even worse, I think, personally. And, b- and when I say even worse, I mean, proves our point even more. <laughs> we haven't made a point yet. It's as well, like music. It's
0: very manly.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, I do that all the time with my own songs. On a cheeseburger. It's barbecue's best.
0: Burger at Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. Eat like you mean it.
1: Carl's Jr. Repeat offender of the yeah. pornography burger ladies.
0: <laughs> like I can understand the entertainment. Mm-hmm. I, t- I just don't understand how it sells yeah. like a burger.
1: Well,
0: like I can I understand guess, how guys enjoy yeah, that. They enjoy watching it.
1: Back to your the thing that you said before about every man in their life or whatever has the house or whatever and the women at their will or whatever like that. Um, And that's exactly, that's exactly what that is. It's selling, it's saying, yes, you might not have been enticed by this burger, but many people in America, many, not sad people, I wouldn't say sad people, but many people would be because A, you can't take your eyes off of it, right? Because it's eye candy right there. And, yeah, that's that's basically it. It's just... It's the accessory to sell the burger, if that makes sense. So if you eat this burger, you too can be with Emily... I forget her last name.
0: Radamashabada. You, you too Rad-a- can be Rad-a- with these...
1: Radakowski. Radakowski. You too can be with Emily Radakowski. You know what I mean? But, it's
0: like... But she's not even with the guys. Like, that's, that's no. the weird thing. She's yeah. with another girl. So yes. And they're just watching. So it's not... Yes. They're not even... Selling you the idea that you're gonna have the girl. No. They're selling you the idea of what. Because because you're watching it while they're eating it. When you eat it, you're gonna remember them together maybe, and that's how Mm -hmm. your feeling will be attached to that burger. Is every time you take a bite, that's what you're gonna see? Sure.
1: Maybe. Um, Maybe when you when you are hungry and you're maybe you want a burger that. So not necessarily when you're eating it, but when you're thinking about what to eat that's what comes into mind because that's what's most right. memorable. So also, you're like, oh, I'll get that burger.
0: Not even when you're hungry, but when you're a bit horny.
1: What you'll think of burgers.
0: That's all leads lead you back to that. Okay. I mean,
1: interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm saying that. that no, could it, be a part it'd of be it. an
1: interesting study, actually, to see how many people, when they're horny, order Carl's Jr.'s burgers. Carl's Jr.?
0: Yeah, that's the one. Carl's lot. Jr.'s,
1: yeah. Um, I think that'd be an interesting behavioural science as well in itself. But I think, yeah, I, I think that people when I see that it is for memorability's sake, yeah. And it's also likability, which is like a bit ridiculous, but like, like oh, this, this American brand, like they get me, you know, manly man, all I want is my, my burger, my manly burger. And these gorgeous women who are barely wearing anything to wrestle in front of me as well. And I think, because it's an interesting choice to actually have the men in there, because the first one didn't, right? Yeah. Well, Obviously she was looking at the camera though.
0: Yeah, it had, had a man in there. In a pickup truck. Oh, remember he was like yes, a, a, a cowboy in a pickup in a truck, pickup a real truck. man. Yes,
1: a real man. Yes, very American, and I oh, was that? under the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, so obviously that's like it's funny the American dream, but like for a lot of men, that's what they painted it to be. Yes, is like this house with these all these women and da da in a pickup truck, and rah. your life is awesome. Um, if you have this burger Yeah, if you have the burger, all if it all starts with the burger. You know, you might not have. Emily Radikowski at your door but damn it you can burger. get that burger but yeah it Surprise. was an interesting choice to have the peeps filming because I don't know if they that was a bit tongue-in-cheek or like if they were just inserting the man to be like this ad is for you kind of this is the male gaze obviously because literally they're watching and filming um, or if that was a bit like this is ridiculous
0: This is ridiculous, but we know what we're doing. We we know what we're doing, but we're doing it anyway.
1: Exactly. But I think both, not as bad as each other, but I think it's interesting. I think it it sounds bad to say it cheapens it because I don't think that scantily clad women in general should be seen as cheap at all. But to use such a predictable strategy, I suppose, to sell, I think that's what's disappointing. Um, less about the women involved specifically and more about the fact that you feel like your product isn't good enough or you can't sell it in other ways. You decide, let's just slap a naked woman. But that's their
0: client base and that's that's what they're expecting. Yeah, okay. You can kind of understand where they're coming from. Okay, but
1: who's going to see this ad? Everyone. Exactly.
0: But it's a lot harder to get new clients in. It's a lot easier Mm -hmm. to resell to yes, existing clients and it's true. more likely I mean if you change your complete mm. you know, not that it said it can't be done mm-hmm. you change who you are completely and you market back to existing company customers mm. then like what the hell is going on this isn't me anymore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you lose them that's so, fair
1: enough but I think as a brand you kind of have a responsibility to try and be good in the world mm. um, which yeah a lot of people would disagree with that but I like to think that that's what brands should be for, that's what their voice should be for and yes, while they might retain their existing customer base by selling, sorry, by having these kind of ads unfortunately they're not the only ones to watch this, there are young girls who do watch it people who are still susceptible to believe that this is what I need to be, therefore I need to look a certain way, I need to buy these things I need to have this diet and that's a lot where eating disorders do come in it's just not realistic and unfortunately just perpetuates negative stereotypes all around both for men as well like this is all you want like men are a lot more complex than that Mm. um and it's a shame that they're just like well uh, our customers are dumb well not dumb but our customers like one thing and we'll give it to them you know what i mean that they didn't Mm. even try to gain some other insights about their customer base because i'm sure men don't Yes, they love naked women, but what else do they love? You know what I mean? And not just in a pickup truck under the Statue of Liberty. You know what I mean? It'd be <laughs> in a spa with a yes, Yeah. In a hot tub. Yeah. I just think it's interesting. I think it doesn't do anyone justice.
0: But do you think that's an issue? Except with... for the
1: models. They look great.
0: They do. But they'll... <laughs> yeah, but they're... that's... I don't want to talk about that separate yeah. issue. Um, <laughs> not that it's an issue, but that's a separate topic. Yes. Um, do you think it's an issue with capitalism? And how it, how it is and how it is currently plaguing the world.
1: What a question. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're so excited about I know, it. I know. That's I'm good. So I'm glad
0: I asked an exciting question.
1: Um, look, it's funny to say that capitalism is the worst when I'm in my Chapel Street um, apartment and grew up in a middle class family. I have a lot of a lot of privilege. Um, yeah, but Yes, capitalism is the worst. Um, And yes, while I do benefit from it, I think it's overall awful. I think it's destroying our planet is Mm -hmm. a big one Um, in general, our fast fashion and just consumerist nature. Um, I think we're alienating each other. This need to be the best, Um, this competitive streak that we've got going on with each other, that is also terrible. Um, We've lost this community mindset. It's now all about the individual In their own experience. Um, And I think, again, that's a big shame. Um, Yes, it has its benefits, like, I don't know, you get to go to your own room and shut the door. Like, I know that's a a small thing, but like, that is a very individualistic thing as opposed to being in like a big community, I suppose. Um, And yeah, everyone owns their own something, you know, like their own car. Like, does everyone need a car? Probably not. Like, everyone has their own and more and more and more. And it's just super interesting because the rich get richer and the poor not only get poorer, but like their, the views on them just, just get worse and worse. It's like, well, you could get a job or you could do this. It's like it's all their fault as opposed to the system that's failed them, basically. And the system has. That's what capitalism is. Yep. Um, and I think it's a big shame.
0: Okay. And I'm not saying I disagree with you, but there there i a... I can't remember if it was a study or it was podcast it was something but they quoted it where there are there is there are less people in poverty than ever before
1: i think that's interesting because i don't see i guess unless they're getting help from the government or whatever but even then that's not really good enough is it like, did you know there are more houses like free houses than yep. there are homeless people yeah yeah which is just god awful um and because people care about the investment properties and they yep. care about making themselves more money and yes, while some people who are rich might donate, it's not enough. It doesn't actually fix anything. It's kind of that whole teach a man to fish. Oh, I said, I said it wrong. It's give a man a fish. He'll eat for a day. Yep. Teach, teach a, man a man to fish. He eats he'll for a, life, a lifetime. And I think it's just interesting because that doesn't do anything. Like, yes, you can give a little bit of money. Maybe it'll go to some people, not everyone. Cause you can't, it's just not possible. Um, But if we lived in a a society where everybody looked out for each other, that mentality in itself would change things because there wouldn't be that disparity. And I'm not saying necessarily a socialist society. Um, And yes, communism hasn't worked in the past, (laughs) but I think that that attitude of wanting other people to not just succeed, but to have basic human rights or whatever um, people don't have that because they think, well, that person, I've earned my money. It's yep. like this entitlement to the money yep. that's like, well, I've done this, I've done that, therefore I deserve this or whatever. I deserve to make more money while this person suffers. And then that becomes that mentality of, well, that person's not working hard enough, that person's whatever. And usually, though, it's there's something behind it, right? Homelessness generally doesn't just occur. Usually there's a mental health being um, associated with it. Usually... It's the cycle you're kind of born into. Maybe your yep. family was um, uh, part of a lower socioeconomic status. But the point is, it, it just becomes a cycle that doesn't get stopped because the rich get richer. And yes, again, they'll donate a little bit of money. But in the end, people still fail.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I completely agree with you. I was just trying to be a devil at this Yeah, I, please. But I will find what I, what I heard. Yes. So the next one yes. is pornography again. But Ah. from a different angle. Well it's not pornography. It's kind of pornography.
1: Oh this one, okay, cool.
0: Is it pornography? Nah. Nah, I think it's it's talking
1: about the
0: Oh actually no, like the
1: gaze, the
0: It's it's a different kind of like it's weird how they've It's objectification. Yes. But they've marketed women in, in one way and then men in a different way. Yes, agreed.
1: Exciting things are happening at Burger King. Can I get one of those new strawberry and banana smoothies?
0: What did you say?
1: Hi, oh, beautiful. Oh,
0: yeah. May I please have a strawberry banana smoothie? So I just want to pause it there. Yeah. You know how I was talking about before her successful men and stuff mm-hmm. and how he changed
1: Promised, yeah
0: her, her view yeah. from a regular shirt and now he's wearing a suit. Yeah. And so it's like some sort of. So I just okay, want to no, jump no, no. in. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. popped into my head uh-huh. and I was like, I have to say this. All right, moving on. Megan. Oh. <clears throat> I'm sorry, David. We make them fresh every time with real fruit. No problem, John. The new real fruit smoothies and frappes come and get it at Burger
1: King. See, ridiculous, but I actually really like that ad. And then actually my cool. guilty side is like, I, obviously, I can see objectively that. It's just, it's objectifying him, obviously. But also it's, I don't know what it is about it. It's just, it makes me smile. I think it's because as well, the manager, that yeah. part, I think if they didn't have that, it'd be a bit like, well, come on.
0: It's the same thing as before. But,
1: exactly. And it's also funny because like it's David Beckham and I don't know if it's because he's English, but there's something very... Proper yeah, prop, I suppose. And not that it's... Again, I guess how it's different between um, women wearing less clothes and him wearing a complete suit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, definitely, good observation. But I do think that it plays into a different um, narrative that we try to sell to women. Again, of, yes, rich men, but also that class. Ooh, that's money as well. That... Um, that look, that composure, that charm, I suppose. Um, but it's a rich look,
0: yeah. It's, it's, like you said, it is class. It is yeah, thing, but no, they, you're right. Yes. But it's funny how they did it the same for the man as well. If you notice, it, it, wasn't, it was not exactly the same thing. Yeah, because so he's that dreamy. Well, that's what I mean. It's yeah. a bit, it, I, what, is he meant to be a straight man, the manager? I so think yeah.
1: he's meant to be, yeah. Cool. I just did air quotes. For the people listening at home.
0: But it's a weird how they've, this is what I find a bit odd. Mm-hmm. So for the man who's imagining a man, they've put him in a suit as well. But when you go look at the women, mm-hmm. they're naked. Mm-hmm. See where I'm going with this?
1: I do see where you're going with this. Um, well, how often in advertising do we see naked men? Naked men.
0: You know, that's a fair point.
1: It's just interesting because, like, the ideal woman is painted... Naked. Naked. An ideal man. Not that he's fully clothed, but generally, yeah. Yeah.
0: He's never got shit hanging out.
1: No. But also, in society in general, I would say men are the ones with their shirts off. In general. Yep. Because of that whole breasts being... Not illegal, but, you know, people are... People are outdated, I suppose. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's just that i think ties into it all as yep. well and it's almost like a not a naughtiness but like a not something you see every day as well which is why i think your eye is drawn to it as well which like especially with the two women as well that two women in this like unless you're looking up porn you're not seeing that every day no
0: but they're doing a barbecue which is naturally a man thing to do yes, outside very... which is a man thing to do there yeah.
1: yeah how do you think those Stereotypes affect men.
0: I can't say this for all men. Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtag not all men. <laughs> what?
1: I said hashtag not all men.
0: I thought you said I shagged a lot of men. I'm like, what? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, don't to. Oh, that was my um, <laughs> I guess it sort of makes us value a certain aspect of people mm-hmm. rather than looking deeper into. Um, who they are mm-hmm. that's one thing the other thing it kind of gives us an expectation of what women should look like and if mm-hmm. they don't look like that mm-hmm. then there's kind of they look not down upon kind of down upon but they looked at it in a certain way so not as worthy as mm-hmm. as those people mm-hmm. even though women who dress like that aren't treated mm-hmm. the best um, and it also gives you that you know, if women are like that and they're always sexualized, mm-hmm. then you always kind of have this thing in your brain where you're always, whenever you see women like that, switch uh, mm-hmm. switching you where you kind of start thinking that way you all the time. You start objectifying. That yeah. yeah. Um,
1: um, I want to just have a quick look. Please keep talking. Sorry, there's this thing <laughs> I want to think. It's this effect. It's really interesting. Please. Oh, no, but I want to get this right.
0: It's okay. We're going to come back to this later. Yeah. Okay. So let's, 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 Bring it back. Um, Bring it back. Yeah. Okay. Basically, I'll back. explain
1: the theory without the iconic characters. One representing the wife and the conservative, and the other that represents, I think, she, I think that's Marilyn, who's um, more um, scantily clad and is more just um, free with her sexuality, I suppose. Mm. And it's a famous, which I don't even remember the name of, but it's a famous psychological. Um, I guess effect or thing that's at play when men are choosing suitors when generally um, they'll pick a Marilyn when they're not looking for anything serious or whatever Um, therefore they don't treat them well there's a whole range of issues there but it's the way that I guess they view them it's a subjectification but it's also like fulfilling a certain purpose and then there's the other one who I thought it was Madonna but not sure. Was it the Jackie, Jackie and Marilyn? That would make sense. Right, Not Jackie, sure.
0: Jackie or Jackie Chan? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah. There's her, which is sorry, the um, the wife of my child, yep. essentially the responsible one, the one who will take care of me. Basically, it's it's almost yep. like taking care of one in like a weird. It
0: sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, and then there's the but when I settle down, and I've got air quotes there for people listening at home. Um, i want somebody who's going to have these qualities um therefore this becomes a fantasy as well so like even if you're married to uh jackie when this commercial of a Marilyn comes on you're attracted to it because it's not your norm anyway and it kind of reminds you of the days that oh do you remember when that was even though i'm sure none of these losers ever hooked up with somebody as good looking as emily radikowski i don't know it's just interesting and I will mm. remember the name. Right, the I wanted name. to jump
0: into more, but I think we, we keep going way left field from advertising. It's so, kind of the same thing. but It's all the same. Going back. This is the last episode. Of episode. <laughs> last video we're going to watch. Yes. Also very sexualized. Oh, really? Mm.
1: I think I like the David Beckham one. No. Um, yes, that, that fish, fish was very sexual, right? I Ooh, know, yeah. I saying, yeah. So sneaky. Um, yeah, and I think that is a great ad. Did you, Yes, you loved it. And I think a lot of, um, I mean, I don't have any stats here, but I reckon a lot of Americans would have loved that as well. Because, again, they are tied to a different insight of what their customer or consumer base is into. It's got humor, it's the dude fishing, so if you didn't like the humor, then you'd like that. Like, it's relatable and it's funny. And, no, there weren't any scantily clad women in that video. Um, and I just think it didn't, it didn't offend anyone, which I think is always a plus. I think that's when we're looking to make an ad that is the most important thing. Um, because if it does offend people, generally it gets taken down, or it gives negative feedback to your brand, and that is what happens. Although I actually wanted to talk about the Gillette ad. Have you seen the Gillette ad?
0: No, maybe.
1: Okay, so what's interesting? It's not actually that interesting. It makes a lot of sense. Um, when I was it's interesting, <laughs> I had seen it. I think it came out last year, um, and when it did, made a big wave. Um, and then when I tried to type in just for this podcast, um, ads that promote toxic masculinity, I think the first 10 links were all the Gillette ad. Really? Yeah. So I'll show you, I'll show you that basically. So I should have had this link prepared and it's like this second that comes up. So their tagline has always been the best a man can get. And what they basically did, how long is this video? 49. it's so good basically what they did is they basically alienated their audience to a degree by calling out toxic masculinity um and it was a hugely bold move and I think they're still copying backlash for it but I reckon personally good on them and I think the fact that their brand is being spoken about is good in itself sure um but what they've done is they've used their voice to promote something that's actually going to make the world better, which I think is ace. Fits ticks my ticks my boxes. Okay. And keep in mind, this is a brand who, if you we won't look at their ads now, but have been all about men and this is the best a man can get. I mean, as a tagline, the best a man mm. can get already has you have images in your mind. Um, so to do something like this is very different and very powerful um yeah and good good on it
0: so when you said toxic masculinity like i have a bit of an issue with this term okay I i'm masculinity can be toxic mm-hmm. but i hate the fact that we're associating toxic and masculinity in the same thing mm-hmm. and so now every time you think of max masculinity you're thinking of toxic mm-hmm. And so now it's putting a negative connotation in your brain mm-hmm. i think it's an issue that most men now not most but some men will especially when you're a teenager you're told that mm-hmm. being a man is toxic mm-hmm. and so it's going to create a negative loop. And I don't, I don't like how that's been portrayed. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I don't like that. The word feminism is a trigger for a lot of people for somebody who's angry, somebody who hates men, somebody who doesn't listen, somebody who's unattractive. And unfortunately that's what it's, that's what it is. Um, And why I say that is because I think words and language in general, Is interesting i still think we should call it for what it is Mm. um i don't think that masculinity is inherently toxic at all no and i understand that the association now is quite transfixed or not transfixed um, it's quite big and especially
0: in the media it's or everything and everything seems to be toxic not everything and yes it can be Mm -hmm. but not that it always no
1: definitely not definitely not but like it's funny when you not funny it's interesting when you look at Male masculine traits. Again, air quotes for those listening at home. Um, what what comes up? Strong. Mm-hmm. I'd say aggressive.
0: <laughs> aggressive. Mm-hmm. But women can be aggressive too. Mm-hmm. So I, Definitely. I, I, no, I'm
1: saying what are masculine traits? If we were to go f- full, yeah, like, okay. wait, playing into this exercise. Okay,
0: all right. Let me visualize a man. What is he? yeah angry or aggressive it could be a thing Mm -hmm. strong honestly i'm just imagining arnold schwarzenegger (laughs) that's all i can see in my brain yeah um traits he's confident he's assertive assertive yep i would agree there
1: he i wouldn't say stubborn oh would i he doesn't he's in control i would say he's in control
0: mm. and that ties in with confidence and so yeah, yeah
1: definitely um i think that he doesn't like to be threatened and again that maybe ties into the violence aspect maybe i'm not really not the violence sorry the aggression um Yeah, I think it's... But it
0: depends on how you define masculinity. Definitely. It doesn't have to be that way. Yes, Yes, exactly. Sometimes it's portrayed that way. That's what,
1: when people say toxic masculinity, those are the traits they're talking about. They're not saying, well, I don't believe, when people say, oh, masculinity, that necessarily meaning bad. But when people are saying toxic masculinity, they're referring to the traits that says that what... um, I wish I had the stat that um, every, I think it's every four women that are killed is by a man like, or like their partner or something like that. Like it's this, in not, it's this boys will be boys attitude which doesn't get addressed, which is let this behavior that's excused, that carries on throughout people's lives, that allows men to get away with things like this, to be violent, that women are scared to walk home at night. It's all part of it. And is it women who are terrorizing? No, it's not. Unfortunately, it's not. Mm. It's men. And this whole idea of toxic masculinity, that that is perpetuating those behaviors is what it is. It's saying that boys will be boys. It's men have to be tough. Men can't cry. All this stuff that's actually negative to men as well. It's not just oh, benefiting women or whatever. It it's destroys you as well as who you, who you are to express yourself. You know, when you're young get up, stop crying. It's, yes, all children are told that, but it's awful for a man to grow up to not to be able to show emotion. Mm. Like, what does that do to you? Do you bottle up inside? Do you get angry? What What is this? Um, it's why men have the highest what rate of suicide.
0: Because
1: mm. men can't talk about their feelings. It's an absolutely toxic cycle. Mm-hmm. And it's awful for everyone involved, which is why I think it is, unfortunately, toxic masculinity because if we traditionally look at, like, female traits, again, air quotes for people listening at home, um, unfortunately, what, do you, what comes to mind? It's, like, gentle, um, feminine, or ladylike, sorry, feminine, feminine mm, traits. Emotional. Emotional. Nurturing. Which, again, I know so many women who are not like that at all. And, of course, I know men who are not like that. It's just the stereotypes that unfortunately get portrayed in ads that, again, even if they're not explicitly saying this is what I'm saying, in the back, it's like, well, that's, that's actually what I'm saying. Um, anyway, yeah. So that's why I think this ad was really interesting because I don't think they ever say the words toxic, toxic masculinity, mm. but by calling it out, this behavior, the toxic behaviors that exist within men, especially with the tagline, the best a man can get, they kind of reimagined, well, what is the best a man can get? It's not about what he owns. It's his attitude. It's about what, how he yeah, how he fits into the world, how he treats other people, basically.
0: Okay. Well, sorry. I'm going to watch it now. Ah, no, I just want to go back. No, thing. no, keep going. Just going back onto that. So do you think maybe the issue now is that what we're associating with these terms that we're using to describe each other. So maybe we shouldn't focus on that then and move away from naming... These issues mm-hmm. and just trying to teach younger generation how to be better people. Sure,
1: definitely. Okay. I think it's interesting. Labels are interesting because sometimes it just gets a point across quicker. Yeah, but I'm sometimes saying, it can
0: create a negative definitely pathway.
1: Definitely, definitely. But I also think. How do I say this in a nice way? Don't say it in a nice way.
0: No. Okay. Say it, say um, it in a bad I way. think
1: it's. It's that that. Uh, <laughs> just say it. It's fragile. It's it's because the whole system to say fragile. is fragile. Yes, but I mean, men being upset over the fact that oh, we've called it toxic masculinity. Mm. I find that hurtful. I it's not find, that I find
0: it hurtful. I find yeah. mas- masculinity can be toxic. Yes, I'm not saying it's yeah. not. I'm just saying that. If you associate those two words, it could cause something that we don't know will impact younger men at this point in time. Okay. You can always associate, because that's Mm -hmm. always what it seems to be in the media. Mm -hmm. It's never now masculinity. All you hear is toxic masculinity. They're always associating that. I don't know what will be the impact.
1: Well, it should be defining what masculinity is, Mm. right? And defining what behaviors are toxic masculinity so that people don't have those traits. It's almost like labeling it as like a bad unfortunately because like specifically toxic masculinity not just masculinity i mean it's saying that these behaviors are bad and people growing up hopefully when they're young and they see that's toxic toxic masculinity it's hopefully not something a behavior they want to exhibit because they don't want to be part of that so it almost creates like a a a slap on the wrist
0: Uh, i think anyway i still don't agree i think (laughs) you're you're pushing people away from being who they Again, you're treating this word as something bad because you put in a negative association. Mm-hmm. With. Mm-hmm. Yes, when people think of feminism, they may think of that, but mm-hmm. the word feminism isn't mm-hmm. a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. But if you're constantly seeing toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. it's going to have a detrimental effect mm-hmm. to you, whether you know it or not. So mm-hmm. consciously or consciously mm-hmm. over time. Yeah. And that's why I don't think it's a good thing to associate those two words together. That's just my opinion. No, it's yeah. it just it's <laughs> interesting
1: because I don't think—not I don't think it matters, but it's just. So I'm saying, Travel Street. Um, <laughs>
0: There's a lot of yeah, background. I feel it. like
1: it could be unpacked. I feel like it almost could be a separate conversation
0: with. Yeah, myself. look, I think yeah, we've, I we've gone down a rabbit hole. So yeah, <laughs> let's I just,
1: go. I just okay. I just want to say that I think it's silly when. No, actually, I can't. <laughs> no, I don't know how to begin to describe it. It's kind of like a... people getting upset because their feelings were hurt, like by toxic masculinity, by calling out a bad behavior for men to be like, well, not all men. Like, like, I'm sorry, more women suffer at the hands of toxic masculinity than the men who get upset by it is all I'm saying.
0: I'm not saying that no, I'm upset No, about no, no, no. I'm just having this conversation. i like, trying... are having a chat. I understand that, but I just I want to be aware of the potential impacts to the um, mindset.
1: Mm
0: Mindset is the right word. Mind. Let's go with mindset because there's only one I can think of at the moment. Mm -hmm. Mindset of guys. You're told that. This term, mm-hmm. toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. is a bad thing, and whatever's associated—your aggression, your your strength, your whatever it is—is mm-hmm. is bad. I wouldn't say strength, well, maybe Sorry, not but strength, yeah. but all yeah. those negative yeah. aspects. But then on the other side, and again, not this isn't all women, but there are people mm-hmm. who like being treated that way, and so not that it's—I'm not saying it's a good mm-hmm. thing. Um, so you've got two opposing sort of things. You're going, all right, this is horrible, but then there are some women or men who want me to treat them like that. Why? Yes, that's probably because of social upbringing and what they've become like. Mm-hmm. But you, you're, you're. Can you imagine what it'd be like growing up as a as a young man and having those two opposing views? You, you need to be a man. You need to be assertive. You need to be. I wouldn't call aggressive, but you need to have that. To attract someone, and then you're saying that it's also bad as well. So, how, how would that? I'm just trying to think how.
1: I think it's about unlearning. I think it's calling it for what it is and reflecting as best as you can on your own behaviour and your own, I guess, who you're attracted to in general Um, and realising that the definition of a man doesn't need to be that. It could be somebody who is nurturing, somebody who is sensitive or whatever, all these feminine traits. It's just, it's very binary that we've got like the feminine and the masculine. It's like, well, we're all just people in mm. the end and we should exhibit kind qualities. I guess that's, that's basically mm, it, yeah. honestly. It's just yeah. be kind. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, agreed. Yeah, so I think it's <laughs> as someone growing up, I think I don't see personally the harm in labeling toxic masculinity if it defines violence, if it defines the toxic traits personally yeah. because unfortunately like yes you could do that with the feminine qualities or whatever but it's not women who are committing these acts of aggression unfortunately it's usually the men who are violent um so that's where yes you can be like well yeah it's a tough one it really mm. is mm. but yeah and i think it's purely escalated because of that because of the violence aspect perhaps if it was just well men are strong are confident and assertive but they're also lifting up the women and whatever, mm. and they're, you know what I mean? Like, fine. Mm. But because, unfortunately, it has led to this entitlement, this violence, this... And, again, not all men, but all offenders are men. And at some point, you've got to be like, well, a, beh- a behavior has to change. That's all I'm saying. Should we watch that? A best man can be. Gillette, are you ready? Uh-huh. The Me Too movement against toxic sexual harassment. masculinity. Is this the best a man can get?
0: Is it? We can't hide from it. It's been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off. What I actually think she's say. Making the same old excuses. Boys will, boys. boys will be boys, boys will be boys, boys will be boys. But something finally changed. Allegations regarding sexual assault and sexual harassment once, but she says beautiful. You know, the and there will be no going back. Because we, we believe in the best in men. Men need to hold other men accountable. Wow, sweetie. Come on. To say the right thing.
1: To act. The right way. Not cool, not cool.
0: Some already are. And ways big. No, awesome. And small big I'm strong. I'm strong But some is not enough. Some do treat each other okay. Because the boys watching today will be the men. That's a great ad. Right? That, that's portraying a, a man, well, how people should be. And it's yeah. not just men. Even women could be like that. And mm-hmm. that's what I like about the ad. That's what I'm trying to say. Treat it that way and you'll have a positive impact. I don't like the negative connotation of that thing because I can see how that could turn into a
1: But that's it's the label that you're having a problem with. This is an ad about toxic masculinity. The point is, I suppose, and it also it is... Specifically about men, obviously, mm. because I mean, it is a, it's a razor brand, and Gillette, I think, do advertise towards men. But in general, it's men calling out other men, holding other men accountable, or whatever, to stop this behavior yeah. so that they become. That's kind fine. Of men. I'm yeah. happy with that. Yeah, I'm just saying um, that's a cool ad. And if I had it my way, or what I want to do in advertising is use my voice, like Gillette did, to say something pretty powerful. And if that does change the way that men do behave, awesome um, and it's just very interesting because they have copped a lot of flack obviously from a lot of men who have been saying like not all men and this is ridiculous why is it this shaver brand shaver brand razor brand um, talking about this crap or whatever but I think it's everyone has their own opinions but I think it's for the best personally um, and I think it's a very admirable but also as a side note on like a different <laughs> plain regardless of what the message is there's also the question of should this brand have it's like not preachy but i think a brand if they're going to talk about a cause should also support a cause as well as opposed to just jumping on a bandwagon and be like or like even with the lgbt vote to be like oh yes we support and like what's super interesting is a lot of brands had actually been in favor of it but didn't say anything until the vote was finalized and then they came out in support yeah which it's because it's that fragile relationship that brands have with their consumers I'm not wanting to alienate people or lose people but if you make if you have a voice I think you should be saying something powerful and yeah that's it I
0: think it's a great place to end it thanks for having me I'm glad that went all over the place in a weird way yeah it did Um,
1: it went We'll we'll cut it up we did won't
0: we yeah, but I don't know how I'm going to cut an hour and 24 into, into 30 minutes. Anyway, so you don't want to share who you are, yeah? You don't want to share your Instagram or blah, blah, blah. Oh, I know. No? no? Is oh, okay. promotion Come Too on. bad. You can, <laughs> if you want to talk to Siobhan, you can send me a message.
1: You won't find me. Okay, you don't exist. You're just a mess.
0: I'm a ghost. <laughs> we'll end it there. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on and having this discussion. I know we went all over the place and it got a bit awesome. Um, but thank you. Are you going to say goodbye? You're not going to say goodbye? I'm okay. So I'm just going to talk to myself until she comes back. Nice. No, sm- <laughs> and goodbye.